This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Hello, podcast fans. Adam Carolla here. I'm leading the fight against patent trolls who are threatening this medium. It's not about me. It's about the podcast you're listening to right now. If I go down, this show could be next. Visit FundAnything.com forward slash patent troll for more information on how you can keep podcasting alive. Thank you and mahalo. Come and see how good I look. All right, let's do this again. Take two. Uh, hello, and welcome again to everybody in the room to episode sixty-five of the Hooniverse podcast. I'm your host Jeff Glucker, and joining me when he's not traveling to recover his broke-ass Miata is my co-host Blake Zillow Wrong. How are you today? Hey, that Miata's finally back in LA County. Congratulations, and it's still not working, right? No, it's still not. I mean, working. I can't make fun of you. My Civic still broke as shit too, uh, <laughs> and my wagon's still in the shop. But tonight we're not talking about that. Tonight That's we're joined depressing. by two lovely gentlemen who have a love for German cars and big sounds. And I'm not talking about exhaust notes. I'm talking about car audio. Jason Seaver and Jeremy Whittle, how are you guys doing this evening? Doing well. Fantastic. Excellent. Um, you come to us from your company, is it pronounced Bob Sound? It's pronounced uh, Jim Sound. Jim Sound. Jim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Steve uh, Sound? Is, is that a German dialect you guys are working it with is. there? It's from the north part. Ah, right. Uh, um, it's Bav Sound, so B-A-V. Bav, okay. Bav, like Bavarian. Like, like Babs. Like Babs. Babs. Hey, Babs. <laughs> uh, basically, you guys focus on upgrading audio systems for BMWs. Correct. That's the primary focus. Uh, quick question right off the bat. Has the audio systems of modern v- BMW vehicles begin begun to rely on overweight speaker systems and indecipherable naming systems like the cars themselves. You know, it's it's funny you mentioned the indecipherable naming systems yes. because uh, the answer to that would be yes. But uh, oddly enough, they have they have kind of come back to your come back to earth with like the standard offerings, and now it's just a ten speaker stereo package. I love that you have a serious answer for a joke where it's almost my job to make fun of BMW right. every episode. I appreciate that. Uh, hey, I you know uh, dedicated to crap. and the PR guy just showed. Oh up yeah, we've coffee. actually we've actually arranged these two Hi, BMW Corey. lovers here, Jeff, so they can kill you on live. Well, I'm <laughs> never getting another BMW press car, so that's fine. We'll take that. We'll take. It. Yeah, um, but seriously though, you guys. Got started. Basically, a bunch of you were working at a Circuit City years um, ago. It's it's so when some I was, of you remember yeah. Circuit City. It's uh, I, who doesn't? <laughs> too soon, guys. Who too doesn't? soon. Yeah, Hold yeah. on. What's retail? Yeah. yeah, it's a brick and mortar store. Apparently, it's a place where uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a it was a long time ago. It was actually uh, when I was in college. That's how I kind of put myself through college, uh, working on cars and building demo cars and such. For do you guys remember Nopi? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I used to Hell build yeah. I used to build all those fast and furious big crazy painted audio systems and things like that. Um, so you're handy with fiberglass. Don't tell anybody. I was gonna say, I, today I, we have seven orders for green yeah. fiberglass trunk enclosures. Yeah. <laughs> At this point in my yeah, fiberglass is like my maybe if my wife asked, I might. Yeah. But probably not. You but just yeah. look at her flashbacks, traumatic yeah. flashbacks. No, yeah, it's still in my the, the the resin I still like if I drive I'm riding my motorcycle by and I smell it, I just I almost crash and just mm. it's just a horrible flashback. <laughs> but yeah, so it kinda came from that. Um uh, just just where I was in Atlanta, in uh, in a part of Atlanta called Buckhead. Maybe you guys have... Yeah, nice town. Nice, nice auto, town. Home of Auto Trader. Interesting. I did not know that. Good um, restaurants in the area, too. Neat. There are. The good Actually, people. Actually, Atlanta has fantastic restaurants. This, this episode has been brought to you by the See, Atlanta Chamber like of to, Commerce. We like to bounce off topics. Good. So, and, dude, but... let's do it. We can go anywhere you guys... <laughs> but, but again, it was just, you know, it was... Uh, I had I had kind of positioned myself as one of the go-to guys in the city to work on the higher-end cars, so building the higher-end audio systems. And then in the day, we'd cut everything up, and I'd take a door panel off and put it back on, and there'd be four different speakers in there that weren't yeah. there when I took it off. It, just, it was all that crazy custom stuff in the early aughts and late 90s. And, um, and I just started taking copious notes on every single car out there, and it just kind of – we kept having problem after problem after problem with BMWs. Nothing, huh. nothing fit. Back then, like you couldn't just take 
Oh, gotcha. Okay, so <laughs> I'm learning some acoustical things here at the. Uh, this at is the a very uh, serious studio. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I keep using that voice, uh, but I bring uh, that out. That's your. That's your James. <laughs> I'm Lipton sorry. Voice. <laughs> that's your inside the actor pod. studio. Voice. I know. I know. It's, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I, and on the TST podcast, they're making fun of my radio voice. So mind my you, ass. I was not. I know. <laughs> I was not. It was a uh, Thad and Zach impartial. and Matt, but whatever. We're using your studio. We're breaking it in, bitches. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so why BMW? Did they just use odd size speakers? You know, or? at the time and, and through current model years, odd sizes, odd impedances. So effectively, you couldn't just take an off-the-shelf speaker and plop it in a car and and get the sound you were looking for because of the variances in impedance and efficiency and most specifically sizes, uh, very unique sizes. And they did that to just corner the parts after, you know, the, the after sale parts. So um, you go buy a speaker from BMW, a single speaker is 150 bucks. And they all blew, ended up blowing up in those earlier cars. So they wow. were just they were just were they just the cheap paper cone and just would, like everybody else, just Viva like everybody electronics, um, just like everything else. And and what they always would do was it was just especially it really started with the E thirty six cars. That's where the problem began, um, and that's where we kind of came along and developed the first solution ever for those cars, which was a direct fit plug and play mid range upgrade. And that was that kind of got us started back in in '04. We actually hired an engineer right off the bat, just based off of my collective knowledge. Um, I would sketch rough industrial designs and take the factory speaker, and we would just reverse engineer off of that, and then it just. So you knew enough to know that I don't know everything. Oh, absolutely yeah. no. I mean, I, I was by no means a trained engineer, but you know, my ear was highly attuned to to what sounded nice. Um, but I don't possess the. The, the engineering capabilities at all. So, so you're one of those you're one of those audiophile freaks who has it's annoying crazy high end shit. It's like, really annoying. Ugh, lost the audio. Kill. See, I keep doing the voice. Sorry. Yeah. Lost the audio. I might as well die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it, that's your Tim Gunn voice, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Make it work, Blake. Make it work. Lost the audio. Make it work. Yeah. It. It. it that's kind of. And my business partners are both musicians. Okay. Um, one of them has actually scored a couple of films. Wow. Um, they're very uh, specifically Kobe uh, is very. He's not here. He's in Atlanta actually, still in Atlanta. A very accomplished musician. So we all kind of come from this background. I grew up around high end audio. My father in the '70s was into building his own amplifiers and speaker cabinets and custom building crossover networks and such. So since I was a little boy, I, I've just heard. I've heard Pink Floyd. Wish you were here on every I mean, a million times. I've heard it, and I've heard it on a, on a hundred different systems. Is that I mean, just your go-to demo track? Uh, Wish you were here. Is uh, if 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 it's a speaker that we sell today, it it was auditioned. Uh, Wish you were here. I mean, that's just yeah, so, so. Let me ask you this: Are you as annoyed with the vinyl craze as I am, or is that a yes? Well, you, let's. Just... <laughs> Yes, you can buy vinyl at Whole Foods in Pasadena. Okay, that's all we need to know. Oh, the, I went to the Whole Foods in Pasadena. They had like this dude just like they had like this dude with an acoustic guitar yep. playing right I by the in the wine bar. bar. I picked up in Wilco the, on the vinyl. wine bar. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. And and now all of a sudden, everyone I know is is you know getting hey, back into and it. They want to borrow. Hey, can I borrow that? Can I borrow that? Uh, like, that, Led, no. that Led Zeppelin four your dad gave you fuck for your thirty fifth no. birthday. Worth thousands of yeah, dollars. you can't. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're just and, and we're all purists. I mean, that's and that's why you know we we when we came to this, um, Micah, my other partner, um, was a BMW guy, like hardcore performance guy. He actually used to own. I don't know how long you've been into cars. I, you look about my age, but um, he used to own a company called M3 Motorworks. Huh. Way back late. Early 2000s. And, was um, it works with an E in it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember those guys, yeah. Yeah, so that was his, you know, he, they were just reselling BMW parts, but were just BMW nuts, like through and through. I mean, these guys literally bled blue and white. Right. And um, and then and then I kind of came on board, and we segued off of that company, and then we just started doing our own thing with the plug-and-play speakers. Actually, what got us started was an E36 uh, subwoofer enclosure, specific to an E36 that uses the existing holes inside the rear deck. So you could have your bass driving around town. Sounds fantastic. You go to the track, a couple little quick release knobs, 
comes out. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And put it on the side of the track. It gets stolen it, exactly. later. <laughs> it gets stolen. You buy it back from the pawn shop. You run it over by accident. Exactly. Yeah. That's so. all. That's pretty. That's actually a pretty sweet. Little it's a lot. fun. I mean, I, it's it's all passion, man. I mean, it's so, just so much fun. So, are you guys now? Are are you primarily still older BMWs, or are you seeing some of the new stuff? No. I mean, our most popular kits are the 2011 and up F10 5 Series. I'm sure you guys have uh, some thoughts on that car. Uh, and we also uh, very. It's popular. actually pretty. Pretty good car. It's a nice car, guys. It's fantastic. I, the, the, the only reason I make fun of BMW is because, well, one, I'm a big time Mercedes guy, so it's like natural. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And we'll get to your car in a second because that thing's pretty sweet. I do love that particular car. Uh, why don't you actually? Why don't you tell us what car it is? And then I'll get into my BMW hate. Um, well, the car we're talking about it's a recent to me um, acquisition. It's a 2007 series, which is the E38 chassis and. In my opinion, and you get a lot of BMW people agree, it's the best of the 7 Series. They went far downhill after that, and they weren't much better before that. Because Bangle yeah. was after that, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. You, you yeah. Got the I mean, you got the James Bond one. Yes. The one was in the back it's, seat. It's with one the of the best-looking sedans yeah. in the world. No yes. question. Yeah. So. And yours looks particularly sweet. So yeah. why don't you tell them what you've done? Well, mine strays a little bit away from the purest mindset. Um, we've... We went ahead and put air suspension on it. It's probably the biggest visual change to it, so it will completely lay the whole car on the ground now. Um, we've taken a bit more of a sporty uh, feel with it, so it's got Workmeister wheels on it, a uh, Brembo big brake kit to kind of round out um, the exterior sport feel on it. At the interior, we've got a E46 M3 Alcantara steering wheel. Um, so just kind of going through it. I've only had it for about four months, so we're, we're getting Damn. there. I mean, that's pretty, pretty the rocket good boosters work. on it next month. Yeah. 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 And then have then you already done. done audio on it? Yes. Yeah, so we, we have our full system in it. We have our iPod integration, our speakers, subwoofer, et cetera. And that's fantastic. And then Dynan's going to take a whack at it, right? Hopefully. That, w- that would be great. Yeah. yeah that would we, be we actually we, we work with Dynan, so... Um, yeah, you guys sell through them, right? Yeah, so through their network, uh, through their global network, um, our drivers are distributed to the F30 3 Series chassis and the F10 5 Series chassis, and, mm-hmm. then, and then we're segueing into the X1s and the X3s um, because of the demand for those. Because sorority girls around the world. Uh, my mom. Dude, my <laughs> yeah. mom. They, really they got a blast cash out or whatever kids yeah, are exactly. to Okay, space. well, yeah. since I said that, I'll get back into why I, I love that the guys focus on BMW, and I'm about to tell why I hate BMW. I don't hate. <laughs> For the record, I don't BMW. hate BMW. I don't hate older like... BMW. And actually, I don't hate new BMW. The new M3 and M4 look fucking amazing. The M235 looks awesome. I just feel like they've strayed a bit away from where they were as a brand. Well, they had to. They had yeah. to. Yeah, I know. But it, but on the flip side, it seems like Mercedes and BMW have swapped places. Mercedes are more exciting cars to me. from Not from like a pure performance standpoint, but like most of their stuff. Well, just rear-wheel drive, high horsepower. I mean, they're building German muscle cars, which appeals to two different sides of cars that I like. BMWs, is, I mean, they're even thinking about coming out with a front-wheel driver in the 2 Series or something like that. Like one of the well, active well, no, Mercedes just came out with a front-wheel drive car that most people probably don't know it's front-wheel drive, but the yeah. CLA you see everywhere now is the yeah. $30,000 front-wheel drive. Yep. I think right. the C250 right. went ahead and went front-wheel drive, too. No, the, C, no, the C-Class still, is still, still rear-wheel drive. It's still rear. Okay. Benz yep. has had a uh, front-wheel drive car since, like, 1996 or something, so... Yeah, So, but, like, BMW's always been just the... the the luxury but driving machine, as they right. used to say. Right, right. And I just feel like they've strayed from it a little bit, but obviously they're selling cars. Uh, and meanwhile, both of them, Mercedes and BMW are doing a weird thing, and Audi's just full speed ahead at the yes. moment. Um, but that said, anytime I hop into a BMW and drive it, I go, okay, this is why people still love these cars, because right. it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're so, uh, And then to have a good sound system would be also and nice on top of that. We have the BMW Savior coming relatively soon. Which the M2. Yeah, I've read about. I'll tell you guys though, I drove an M235i. I don't know how you need much more than that in that tiny little car. It's absurd. Everybody who's driven it, I haven't got my hands on it, um, but I, everybody, I, everything I've read about it is extremely positive. Let me put it this way: there are some people I know that told me the M2 is already making the rounds at the press events that they're doing in South Africa right now. Really? So hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're doing that big drifting thing. Yep. Now, I, I, when it comes to your customers, because I couldn't get words out of my mouth right there. When it comes to your <laughs> customers, what's the most common complaint or request from BMW owners when it comes to their factory systems? What do they want to see change? I mean, yep. is it a complete overhaul, or is it I just need a few speakers? Right. Well, what we do is we do complete system okay. mid-range tweeter upgrades. 
uh, replace every mid-range. So basically, every I keep hitting the table. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm, so I'm going to get punched here in a moment. Um, so yeah, so it's a complete speaker replacement upgrade. Um, and the and the complaint is uh, my wife's Honda Accord has richer sound. richer sound than my brand new uh, seventy thousand dollar five thirty five i M Sport. Mm-hmm. I could totally see that. Though. Yeah, likewise. Because their Harman Kardon is the stock system, right? Well, so Harman Kardon is actually an upgrade um, right. that's on that's on top of. So if you buy whatever car you buy, it's the only way to get that Harman Kardon system is a it was sitting on the lot and you just stumbled across it, or b you special ordered the car, which BMW right now is leasing about ninety percent. It's pushing ninety percent of all their cars are leased off of the lot. Hmm. So the special order process that guys like us would go through and wait. Eight months, you know, by the phone and just, you know, post it on forums. Yeah, just constantly. Yeah. Go, I'm sorry. Uh, and then you cry when the ship goes down in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah. Or, or you, or, or you pick up your car and there's like a, 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 a minuscule. Those people are. It's just few and far between. It's one at this paint point. coat off. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Which you know. would suck. If it's you basically the guy it. that still orders a manual transmission from a BMW. Correct. That, yeah. So yeah. that guy. So, mo- but most of our customers are the people that go and they scoop up a new three series. Uh, they just picked it up, they leased it, and they got in the car, and they're like, oh, this is fantastic to drive. I used to have a Honda Accord. Um, I, I just got a new job. I want to get my new BMW. And they're like, what, what's going on in here? It's, something's wrong. And uh, Is it just like – would you describe it uh, as just a fairly flat overall experience? You know, it's flat might even be – That's. I mean that's – Arguably positive. Sure. Um, Muddy. Uh, it's it, anemic is is maybe okay. the, the best way I can tinny. Think of. Uh, no, I mean tinny. Tinny would describe actually the Harman Kardon setups. In right. That, that makes use, sense. I was thinking about that. There are, for example, in a little tiny four series coupe, tiny little four series coupe, there are seven metal tweeters. Wow. Which is ridiculous. All yeah. firing off a of glass. Well, yeah, because then you just get nothing but reflection out it's, of it. It's, and it's, a, it's so that's one of our most popular. Your soundstage is completely fucked at it's that gone. point. It's gone. It's absolutely gone. So, so everything that we do, it's all silk. All of our t- tweeters are silk. Yep. Um, and the mid ranges use a different type of natural. So we can't use paper. Um, I would, I mean, high end home speakers out of paper are fine, but your home is seventy two degrees all the time. There's no humidity, and the Isn't paper that doesn't degrade. One of the degrade. most popular home systems of all time is that Bose nine oh ones or whatever it is. Well, the Bose nine oh ones, which yeah. are that they've been making since the seventies, and, and now they're different iterations. We're always paper. Yeah. And those older Bose drivers are are pleasant. I don't, I don't have a problem with those, but you can't do that in a car. You Note, can't. he said older. Note. Yeah. Yes. Note. I mean, whoever's listening out there, which I know there are many of you, were. <laughs> now, 70s. when they get the car and they describe it as, as, as such, uh, do you do you just give them your basic system, or are there ways they go, I like my music like this, or I like it like this? Or is, So do they get the system and then you tune it, or are there different things they can buy from you? Right, gotcha. So no, so our approach, and there, you know, there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat, but our approach, um, we're about bang for the buck. I mean, you can get in any car you want. I, I think I hit the table again, and I'm reasonably sure. Oh, if he didn't catch it, okay, you're fine. he didn't catch no, it. Okay, um, I got Taskmaster Hayes duct tape. We'll get some um, rulers. So the approach we've taken is is simply to uh, directly replace the speakers in the car, and the reason we do that is twofold. Number one, that gets that gets you 90% of the way there. The speakers are the weakest link in the system. Number two, because we do work with dealers and we work with new cars, uh, we don't want to be we don't want to compromise electrical systems by adding mm. heavy current draw amplifiers. Um, once you start doing that, uh, the car there's no warranty. Um, and so what we do is, well, we understand we can't be everything to everyone, um, but by replacing the speakers in the car, I mean we have audio engineer customers uh, perf- um, that do this for a living that have our, our upgrades in their car. And again, they understand that, look, I didn't want to cut anything up. I didn't want to, um, certainly don't want to compromise my warranty, but this was just such a monumental improvement. It, it was, it got me where I needed to go. So we, we offer our stage one and that's, you know, we've, we've for years have discussed stage two, three, uh, four, and then nuclear, you know, DEFCON 12, right? Mm-hmm. But as you start doing that, the, de- the demand for such products exponentially decreases sure, sure. and because we're not you know a, a publicly fun you know because we're not this massive corporation right we have to devote our resources where you know where we can continue to reinvest our profits back in the business and grow it kind of measurably as opposed to just and that's an expensive endeavor absolutely yeah so and quite frankly it's just not it's not our strong suit we have we do speakers and that's that's what we do so yeah to answer your question we've got our option, and, and that's it. If yeah. you want to do more, 
people do it, and they, they, they're going to do what they're going to do. But again, we'd rather have 80% of the people. Would you just hang your head, though, if someone came up, got your system, and then it's like, oh, cool, now I'm going to uh, uh, Allen Ed's and I'm getting a 15-inch kicker for the trunk? Like, would you just like, fuck? You know what? I, again, if that's what makes somebody happy. That's true. That's I, a good attitude. That, that's, yeah, Jeff, and, God, don't and get again, you know, it's, <laughs> it's You know, if that's what someone wants to do um, – Please do it. Yeah, you know. Like, but at the end of the day, I want you to be happy with what you've you've acquired from us. Sure. Um, and which which is another thing we do that's very unique because we're online based, right? You can't just you can't hear our speakers. It's impossible without knowing someone that has them. Now, admittedly, mm-hmm. we've got forty thousand customers out there um, globally with our product, but you know we can't share that information. So we have a we have a, a guarantee that if you aren't blown away, just send them back. We pay for shipping. Wow. You're literally out a couple of hours because that's all it takes to pop right. them in the car. And you know what? It's it's happened a handful of times with some teenagers that are like, hey, you know, it, it didn't wake up my neighbors. I'm like, oh, well, God. we didn't ever tell you it was going to wake right. up your neighbors, but you know what? And if someone ever wanted Those to are the guys that go to Alanets. You know, it's a different breed, and that's another thing is that we're 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 catering to the to the to the guy in his late thirties, forties, fifties that has a family. You know, doesn't want to waste. And in my mind, I hell, I would love to work on cars all weekend. But most people, and now that I have a young child, I know too, you can't spend all weekend working on your car, or you don't you don't want to leave it somewhere for weeks. So for what we do, it's it's two hours tops. Any of these brand new cars, or even the older cars, and you've got an effortless plug and play. Like that's holy awesome. crap, yeah. And you're done, and you know, and you're pleased. And if you're not, send it back. I'll, we'll have a beer. I'll, I'll send you some good beer from from LA. We'll send you some Golden Road. You guys ever been up there? Yeah, I've been there, nice. but I, I love their stuff. It's where are they? Where are they based? Uh, LA. Actually, uh, Bert with Glendale. Oh, cool. They're in Glendale. Nice. Well, actually, it's Los Angeles, but right where Glendale and Just LA north. Uh, Brewed exclusively in the shell of old S six hundreds. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's actually the hoppers are old beer. S600. Yes, he's, he's exactly. IPA. Some of our, our our listeners do know that we do like good beer, uh, and it's funny you, you bring that up because that is some tasty shit. Perfect for summer because they're doing cans. I mean, yep. that's all they do, and it's a great by the by the pool beer, especially the the Lone Wolf one. That you know, be great. Lone Wolf is some... that's eight percent, dude. I, one of those, and yeah. I'm, well, I'm maybe obviously... not that one by the pool unless you want to do sunburn. But <laughs> the, sure. the, sesh, the session IPA, what's it called? From Golden Road. Golden Road. There's Point the Way. There's one below it. The session. Point the Way is good. Point the Way is good. Yeah. I don't know what the session is called. Yeah. I just had their half. I'm not a huge half guy, but yeah. that's fine. It's flavor. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So you, you cover the through. you cover the entire BMW lineup currently, right? The entire yeah yeah. So everything. Well, there's a couple of cars. Like for example, we know we don't release a product until we've documented the and quite frankly until I've confirmed their performance. Right. Um, I might know that something we have might work in another car but if i haven't heard it I, I can't i can't release the product so the way we do things and a big part of what we do is you know we've, we've been pitching to the do-it-yourself crowd for 10 years this is our 10th year actually in business um so we've been really pushing the diy so uh short answer every we we can't accommodate every new bmw on the road going all the way back to the e36 chassis three okay. series wow Cool. Yeah. And the current 7 Series probably has the best uh, factory system you can probably get as an option, right? It's the same. Well, so so there there is a this insane option available on the M6, the M5, and I do believe the Alpina. Okay. Seven. Was this like, like a Levinson system? Bang and Olufsen. Right, right. I, yeah. I, I figured they'd have some high end like that. On like a seven sixty. Yeah, well. I think you can option very, it on, on all the all the new the seven. Has, has that kind of like impressed you from a factory standpoint? You know what? Or? You know what? It's um, again, it's it's a five. It's a four five four or five thousand dollar option. Right. Yeah. On top of whatever you you just dropped on the car. Um, there, I I I would personally, <laughs> I would. I would improve it, um, but the, again, those cars are so few and far between. And if you just stroked a, a four thousand dollar check for an audio system, you've already told yourself you just bought the best, and so you're not going to look beyond that. Yeah. And, and if you do, quite frankly, I mean, you know, I, I haven't done the upgrade in that car because we, quite frankly, there just hasn't been the demand for it. Um, the Dynan F10 M5, I'll have that soon, and I can play with that. Um, but do I expect to, to make improvement? I, I mean, I would certainly think so. Um, but when, when, when my upgrade for the car is only a thousand bucks, you're going to go, well, how's that going to make my $5,000 yeah. system better? I mean, in my, in my experience, it's been that the, the highest end models are usually the least modified across the board. doesn't Correct. matter whether we're talking 
audio gear, we're talking, you know, suspension or supercharger or anything. Yeah. Right. People buy expensive cars and they leave them alone. Yeah, Correct. Any, it's the mid-range. See, anytime you yeah. see like a brand new S65 with rims, it's probably already been flipped CPO. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> and, and at least it's probably just the rims. I think there's yeah. an inverse curve to the cheaper the car, the more money's been dumped into the audio generally. You're, you know what? At, at large, I couldn't agree more. When I was, when I was 16 years old, uh, Boy, this is dating myself. Uh, I, I had a 79 Corolla hatchback. Nice. Mm-hmm. Manual. The rear-wheel drive. Rear drive. Um, uh, I got it for $50. <laughs> uh, it that, didn't is run. Old econ- that is an old-world economy it, yeah, right there. Yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't run, but, but my dad and I pulled the heads off. It had a couple of valve issues. We, we got that situated. And I commenced to investing all of my money that I had made from installing my friend's car stereos when I was 15, by the way. I couldn't even drive, and I was installing my buddy's. Nice. And I bought a stereo for this Corolla uh, that lasted three months before it all got stolen. <laughs> um, yeah, I lived in downtown Atlanta. So. Nice. In college, I I had a an '87 Honda Prelude, and I had like a nice. $500 credit card. Four wheel steering? No, this wasn't. Oh. This wasn't. Um, but it was still the thing was fun. It was my first car. Oh, cool. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, my I had a $500 credit card that was maxed out because it was college and you didn't you do right. dumb shit. My mom won like 10 grand on a scratch ticket, paid off the credit wow. card for me. This nice. is part of the winnings. And the next day I went out and bought a system. Nice. <laughs> I maxed it out again. As it that wasn't even a good and, one. And it like, $500, it yeah. had to have been a hell of a banger. Well, wait yeah. a second. Yeah. When when was this? 500 uh, bucks, I'll tell you. It, was, it depends on when it was. It was uh, probably 98 or 99. You okay. can do nice shit for... Five you could. That's well, a lot of. Well, yeah, it was like it was a, nice-ish. It was a Sony Explode. Oh, of course. Oh, it was. with the extra like bass. Fifty by four. And the three switch bass knob. This please. one didn't have the bass knob, ah. but like because it was already too good. It was already gotcha, maxed gotcha. out. And then it was probably like four or six speakers. Right. Whatever. Did he, get a, did he get a fiberglass enclosure? No, no, no sub, no <laughs> sub. And then I had to sell that car. Uh, shortly a- thereafter, because my grades first semester were so bad, and my parents <laughs> thought it was because I was just out driving my car all right. the time. The car never moved. I was drinking the whole right. time. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, Making babies. Yeah. I cleaned up and, and made sure to not lose my scholarship, so that was good. Um, but back to your point, you're right. I mean, it, for us, the, the bulk of our business – well, at this point, quite frankly, I mean, it's a lot of E46 M3s because – you know, guys can pick those up now for what, 15k less, less, oh, less no, than not, that. Yeah. 11. You think so? 10. Oh yeah. Eight? You see them for less. You don't want to buy the ones. Yeah, those yeah, ones are beat to shit. They're, How they're much slowly did JF slow, pay for sliding his? into uh, beaterdom. Right yeah, now. you know, we, yeah. we, but but again, like to, to, to your point, like uh, with regards to current cars, yeah. So from the E90 chassis, the 328s, the mm-hmm. the 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 current F30 chassis, the 328s, the I mean, it's that's what it is. I mean, it's these guys. They get the car, and they and their expectations were much greater. For the audio system, because every month they're writing a five hundred dollar check, you know, and you know, yeah, it's like the funny thing when I bought my daily the little Honda, the first thing I did is I went and ditched all the factory speakers that were completely blown because I'm like, the only good thing about this car will be that it sounds halfway decent. Right. Mind you, I only put like three or four hundred bucks into it just so it was decent enough to drive to work. Exactly. Every day. Yeah. But that was. When the car's not that appealing otherwise, you may as well make that the enjoyable point. You're, how long are we in our cars? It's, it's preposterous, especially in this city, you know, the amount of time. And if you've got – if you're rolling a new BMW, let's, I mean, you're – most likely you're driving to a pretty good job and you're in your car every – a long time every day. Probably an hour at least. Let's do it, you know. Let's, let's yeah. make that as enjoyable as possible. And that's what – I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's what we want to do. I mean, yeah. we're, we're not – we're not the supercharger amp, you know. We're just a hey, you know. Driving. It's a daily driver car. You gotta have a nice. Exactly. Just enjoy. It. It makes sense. Now, do you think um, the increase of smartphones and MP3 players have figured into the growth of folks who want because they always have their music. With right. Them. Right. Oh, you think absolutely. That's helped push sound a little further in cars because like before you wouldn't you just listen to the radio who gives a shit right you, right the right. radio is going to sound how the radio is going to sound right it makes it sound a little bit better but when you have your music on a, a file uh I absolutely mean, you gotta have access to some good it, shit. it's funny you're even hyundai's now like you'll get in a hunt like a hyundai uh it's a little guy elantra you hop in one of those i think they option bose uh, infinity. infinity, 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 infinity yeah. It's, it's so yeah. I, I think it does. I think the expectations have have somewhat risen. Although the counter to that would be, um, and this would be my argument because I'm older. Old, listen to me, I'm 36. I'm old school. Um, you know, most people have never heard a really good audio system. I yes, I yeah. Agree most people that. equate their their iPhones. I, I, I do. I. <laughs> He was making a point, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only yeah. problem is, yeah. is with the new arms, the uh, the springs in them. Oh, they uh, reverberate through the mics. Jeez, yeah. I, I apologize. So, okay. um, uh, but, <laughs> it's no but, big yeah, you know, I would argue that no one's ever heard a really good system. 
few people have. And right. so because their iPhones, headphones, or that's that's the standard, right? Yeah, which and, is uh, awful. Well, yeah. so I was at a recent Audi event, and it was almost cheating the way they were displaying the audio system. The little, uh, but it was smart. Yeah. Well, it was for the A3, but yeah, it was yeah. still – it was like their lower tier B&O uh-huh. system, which was slightly tuned for more bass because the customer is going to buy that car. Because normally they go flat. Right. This one was a little – which actually made sense for that, that audience. But – so they're they're playing music from uh, I think it was just a CD. So mm-hmm. there were some good songs in there, you know, right. full format songs. But because we were parked, they popped in um, a DVD and showed like the Eagles live in mm-hmm. five point because you could do five point once around on the video. Right. And I'm like, well, you can't get music like that. And they're like, no, no, no. Right. Like the guy was honest, yeah. but it sounded amazing. Like that's. So, you, this, you talk about a soundstage, like, oh, right. yeah, I just heard him pluck that string, yeah. and then you got this guy over here. Oh, yeah. somebody just clapped. Yeah, surround sound. Yeah, you know it's amazing. It's incredible. You know the sad thing is, though, is we, we had a standard for 5.1 and 7.0 audio with DVD audio, and it just died completely. It was super, super high quality, full surround sound mix, died like four years ago. Hmm. A few, uh, actually, I think two years ago, I was at CES, and I was um, talking to Harmon, and they let me try out their... Uh, they had like this concept car with I think 36 speaker surround sound or something like that, and it was like I think the, the first time I actually heard really good high end audio like right. just surround sound. Where I, I put in this was when like Macklemore Thrift Shop was like still a month old, so people were still obsessed with that song, and it was like my theme song. So I I put that in, and it was Your like theme song. it was this like my theme song. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's that was incredible, and then Lyle, Lyle loved it was there for some reason. So. Oh, See, Blake I is big Lyle on the anti semitism. That's why it's his theme yeah, song, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, nowhere to go with that one. But so, yeah, yeah. So you can't, that's, that's you can't now. You, there's no real format out there though for um, to do like a surround sound with music unless it's on a DVD, right? Like people can simulate. Surround. Oh yeah, it's funny in, in the in the higher end. Well, higher in, in the Harman Kardon vehicles, you can simulate. Uh, like surround and and yeah. all these these random like preset settings right. they have and it's just it's just all out of whack. We instruct actually in in all of our install videos, uh, we ins- we instruct our customers to turn it all off because yeah. it's just so convoluted and there's this odd delay coming from the rear um, because they're trying to and again it, in a, in a home environment surround sound is easy to attain because everything's dead everything's yeah. mute there's not hard angles everywhere in its in a car it's so so tough especially in a little car yeah know? i mean so for their engineers who probably know pretty good oh sound, yeah yeah it must be an insane to design the systems because I, I remember one of the systems that blew me away recently because i love testing factory audio systems right. i love yeah. seeing the difference and i think in the last few years automakers have really stepped their game up oh absolutely like, like just going out Harman, bowers uh burmeisters burmeister in, in the portion and, and yeah. mercedes now too um but uh when i drove it was an srt launch event so the full line and i think the system was debuting in a few of the srt vehicles uh it was Harman's 17 and 18 speaker system that they said was close to the concept they presented to Chrysler and, you know, no distortion all the way up blasting right. it. It was so it, it's nice to see them these guys stepping up their game. But growing up, my uncle owned a shop that he did custom audio. Mm-hmm. So oh, cool. and he he instilled the philosophy in me that, you know, there's always better than factory. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's, but you, we'll, we'll talk to people and like, well, there's no way it could sound better. I, I, I've got the Harman Kardon system in my in my uh, 535i, you know, and, and you're like, well, you know what? If you don't like it, you know, just send it back. And then we always get the phone. Well, I, I just didn't think it could sound, it sounds fantastic. I, you know, I, we weren't kidding. I, I mean, paid $5,000. You yeah. mean that wasn't the best thing ever? Yeah. yeah. It just depends on how much you're willing to invest. And it's not necessarily just an amount of a monetary figure. It, it isn't, you know, and quite frankly, because we, all, this is all we do. We, we do nothing else except this. So we have no budgetary concerns we're not. Uh, 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 what do you call them? Accountants aren't building our systems. It's, yeah. it's me, right. and 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 I'm going. Ah, you know. And so if if we have to spend more money to make something the way I want it, well, you know what? So be it. That's it's. If it's going to cost more, it's going to cost more. And you know, I, I that's a compromise we're willing to make. Sure. I mean, um, and so again, but 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 there are people that that want that nth degree. And now that's just not. You know. Now, obviously, you guys must love music. Uh, what of type of music do you like to listen to when you're going out for your drives? Oh, when boy. you're not on your bike. When I'm not on the motorcycle. I wish, I wish they would make 
Although we needn't be listening to music when we're yeah, that's true. Song. You know, I've, I've I've tried putting like earbuds in there, and it. You know what, Jeremy? Jeremy introduced me a couple of months, and I know I'm 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 a little behind the times, but he introduced me to this group called Chromio. Yes, and that they're um, it's fantastic. You guys have to look this up. <laughs> yeah. There are resurgence of uh, bands like that now, where it's coming out, where it's a very '80s sound yeah. and style, but very yeah, the '80s revival is very cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm digging it, man. I'm really digging it. Like, Sounds great on our system. That's oh yeah, it's I brilliant. Myself it's, listening to most it, of the time. It's really dynamic. But truth be told, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to. I mean, I just you're nuts rock. about classic rock. Floyd, right? Floyd. Yeah, I mean, Floyd's so great. Micah I and Floyd. I actually last year, um, just to kind of celebrate some some good things that are going on in our lives, uh, we went over to Amsterdam to catch Roger Waters play the Wall. Ooh, that's cool. Epic. David now, Gilmore showed up. Oh played, really? I heard about paid comfortably oh. numb on top of the wall. I'm gonna admit this in public. I was I cried a little bit. It was That's epic. So cool. It was epic. Yeah. It, it just yeah. So Floyd. I mean, it's a lot of Floyd, um, but and for then, me, it's just yeah. classic rock, man. And then you know, I love Floyd too. I have all their albums on my hard drive and everything. But you know, they also. I'm just arguing drive. here, guys. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any cool vinyl. I'm sorry. Right, but, uh, Go to Whole Foods. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that. they, they they released like a million copies of Dark Side of the Moon in different enhanced versions, right. like the SACD and yeah. everything. Oh and yeah. What what do you think of those? Like oh, I have tech? a Super Audio. I have an NAD Super Audio CD player, uh, and I have gold discs. I have Super Audio CDs. You can hear in my house. What I, can you? Because I don't know what is a Super Audio CD. So Super Audio, it's uh, I don't know the twenty four bit ninety six kilohertz audio. So well, it's yeah, much I, higher sample rate than like an MP three. So think of it as like think of your average MP three is it's forty four kilohertz or a CD, right? right. And that is basically it takes a sample, and then it takes a sample, then it takes a sample. Now imagine that twice as much, your fidelity gets much better. It's like upping a frame rate in the video game. Well, so it also, just gets smoother. So I, 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 it's like shooting a photograph in RAW versus JPEG sort of thing. That would There's be no. That's data. actually more akin to like MP3 versus uncompressed right, audio. Right. Oh, okay. This actually just this gives you more information, so it becomes more smooth and more natural sounding. Yeah, it, it, there's not, there's, you're not, you're not making new music or improving it, or it's just if you've got the right preamplification and the right amplification and the right speakers, and quite frankly, you're in your house, um, you can you can hear between. Like if I segue, if I go straight from my vinyl to a CD to a super audio CD, there's there's an audible difference, yeah, um, for yeah. sure. Uh, are there any um, groups out there that you find to their their Production quality is always oh yeah. Oh, I'm picking up so many. You know different what's funny? Things. Justin Timberlake, man. Yeah. He whoever masters his stuff. I love Justin Timberlake. I hey, don't care. No shame. I like Timberlake. I, I love him. I don't care. I like him. Um, love him. He's jamming it. Uh, he does really. Well. Madonna has always done well. Uh, again, um, and I don't know who does the this. biggest one. I've always noticed a difference on it. And when you step up to a higher quality, anything from Trent Reznor. Anything that I can't he puts do that makes sense. sense. But it, it, because they're such masters of, of, course. of, of recording and everything, yeah. the detail that you can pick up in a in a you know in like an SACD recording mm-hmm. or a FLAC or something is so much better than the MP3. You just it almost sounds like a different album. Right. No, I mean the, the, the guy's brilliant. I just I, I don't know. I was a hip hop kid in, in in the ninety or yeah. late eighties, early nineties, and yeah. so I I missed the whole grunge. Oh, you thing. missed out. I know. I saw yeah, like heard. classic rock too. I went from classic rock, I kid you, to like just KRS One and just well, that kind of stuff. Well, there's nothing wrong I with mean, that. So. I, I bypassed all the Nine Inch Nails stuff, but nevertheless. Uh, now uh, you rode a bike here. Tell us about your bike. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I, I used to have a motorcycle problem. Uh, I'm down to one. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> how many did you have at your peak? Oh well, why well, two running and one in disrepair. Okay, uh, fair so enough. it was just a monster, a Ducati monster, and then my Honda, and then a Kawasaki H1A. Oh, the, that's my Widowmaker triple, the yeah. triple, the Widowmaker. <laughs> yeah, where the, where the frames are misaligned, the so frames the are, are misaligned, and then when 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 it comes into the torque band, it wants to ride a wheelie. Jesus. Yeah. So people died in the seventies. People, people died all the time. Oh, my yeah. friend's dad had one back in the day. He fell off. Dead-ish. He never rode motorcycles dead. again. Yeah. Uh, so mine's a seventy-three CB seven fifty. It's brown on brown. It's awesome. It's root beer. Ooh. It's root beer. I like to call it. I can't remember the factory paint code, but the the story was um, when I was born as a wee lad in the in the seventies. My dad had to sell this pretty much exact bike. This isn't the same bike, but uh, the same same bike. Right. Um, he had to sell that when I came along because apparently, as I've recently found, I have a seven month old. Uh, children are uh, expensive, and uh, you know, uh, so he had to sell this bike, and so. Um, we kind of uh, it was just kind of an homage 
to my father. And you uh, built it with him. Yeah, so it was kind of like well, we had we had some help. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of motorcycle engine rebuilding experience, a lot of car, but moto is kind of finicky, and, and especially with the bike being forty something years old, um, you know, we had to source parts through our local Glendale Honda dealer. Overnight some stuff from Japan. Yeah. Overnight some stuff from Japan. <laughs> That's how he says it. Japan. 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 Me and the mad science is yeah. have to, Oh, that's yeah. actually Vin Diesel one. Was yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So, really yeah, but my, my, my bike is, uh, you know. How long what, did it take it? So, you bought it as like a derelict or a No, or no, I actually derelict. Derelict. my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it from a, um, from a guy who owned a Harley dealership in Hawaii. He moved over here to LA, and uh, the bike was pretty flawless when i bought it but the entire motor was it was just shit so that's okay. a good way to get um, a bike though if you i mean oh yeah yeah it's work it, it was aesthetically I, I didn't do anything to the paint by the way really i hmm. i polished everything now the polishing was tons of work to get that yeah. chrome to do that because that's all 43 year old 41 year old chrome yeah. um but the motor all came out all all new drive chains um we uh, rebuilt the forks new swing arm bush it's a new motorcycle it yeah. really is a new motorcycle um the brakes your bike, the uh, the Moto Goosey, yeah, the, which which is running again, and I've I've been riding around today, <laughs> it's, and it's, it's awesome. fantastic. Wait, it wasn't there. running? No, it was running. I just didn't, I just haven't ridden it for the last month and a half because oh, okay, the jitters. Things. The, the jitters. jitters. You're a little nervous. Get yeah. back on a horse. Oh, it's, it is, isn't it weird? The jitters. Yeah. Taking some time off of your moto and then yeah, hopping on it, and you're just hyper aware. Yeah, every, you don't trust anybody. Because you've been driving these Luxo barges. And- I never drive. I never do the two wheel thing. But I, I uh, Chris has a scooter, and I took that for a spin like a couple weeks ago, and it was just like I Holy still want to ride shit, that. Two wheels. I haven't been on one of these in so long. What what scooter? Oh, I, I bought a used Zuma one twenty five. Okay. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. I've been saying I I for some reason I have this hankering for a ruckus. And ruckus I wanted big like a stretched frame, yeah, a big ruckus. The, the, all the, the, super the lower with like yeah. the. Well, I was trying to. I want to find a gang. Well, I was trying to convince him. The ruckus is too small. I no, mean, I know, but I just it want is. it for around Huntington. But even at even at that, with the forty nine cc, you're going to struggle to do like thirty two. Yeah, yeah especially there's companies mode. that make the kits to juice it up so they can do like sixty. But it take, that's we're talking engine work. Or you can point. just buy the same thing. Yeah, like, the, the Zuma ruckus, does that out of the box. Headlights on the Ruckus looks so cool. It looks it looks like a Mad Max. I, I dig them. It's cool. I really dig them. My buddy has a, a big Ruckus uh, over in those are, are rare. those are like 150 cc. Yeah, 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 they're those very rare. They, they only made them like there was a three year period they made yeah. them or whatever. Really? Um, very very and rare. But they catch a premium in the used market. Too. Oh, and, totally. And true. two like not that I I mean two like dudes are two dudes can ride and it's got enough throttle. Oh yeah, that yeah. that'll do like over, that'll do over. Jeff, you should yeah. buy a moto compo. Yeah, if I could find one, they, they, they pop up on crazy. Probably, right how here. much are they though? Like ten grand? No, no, like three, two. I should finish my two cars. Yeah. Well, actually, I should <laughs> fix the one. Ha- yeah, you already do have a. Yeah, Honda. we have. Come on. I haven't heard a lot. I mean, I saw the shredded belt. So the, the it looks like the heads. That good, really looked right? like a. It looks like it, it looked like an HR Geiger painting. That shredded belt. Uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It was yeah. pretty awesome. I have a 2000 <laughs> Honda Civic Si project car. Hatchback. Uh, no, the coupe is the oh, year okay. they made the, the the best Civic ever in right. my opinion. Of course, for, in the U.S. We, you okay. know, we didn't get the Type R. We don't get JDM any of the stuff. Yeah, Japan, Japan. Must <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's the one that, was, that they only sold in blue for the first yes, year. Yeah. yeah. So I have the black one that was the next year. Um, <laughs> but I was driving it uh, down to an HRE Wheels open house event, and oh, I missed that thing. I thought uh, some weird noises. Happened underneath the car. No, nope, no, no warning lights. None of this. That. Keep going here. Another noise. Like 20 minutes later. Oh, that's weird. 30 seconds later, start losing power. Come to find out, the bolt for the crank pulley fell off. Then the crank pulley fell off. Then the serpentine belt went bye bye. And then the timing belt started to shred itself. And the timing belt actually tore through the aluminum timing cover. Wow. And, 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 the, and the top end seems intact. Yes, the valves are fine. Wow. Which makes zero sense. Is that a zero inter- interference motor? It's, or? it's an interference motor. It's an inter- Wow, you got really right. lucky. And I was doing 90 when it happened. You got so I was driving really this lucky. Shot. And it was the first day I had the car back. And I was, so I was driving it. It felt great. It sounded Wait good. Wait a sec. So was that a, a result of someone forgetting to put something together? We don't know. Uh, so, so the whole story was... Jeff Sue? I, I feel bad. that. So, sorry, Rick, if you're listening. Uh, but i got to tell the story. It was The, the car was... Being neglected because I get press cars all the mm-hmm. time, and I got it for free, which is right. a great deal. Um, so I gave it to Norco High School, 
for the technical department to uh, put it back together so they can learn it. So it's a great story. And the first day I go to drive, <laughs> like catastrophic shit. Uh, little Timmy. But, but it's back with um, Rick, who's the, the guy in charge and knows yeah. his stuff. And we, he, we're putting it back to cool. him. Maybe someone's going to fail that class. He's the mad scientist. Yeah, I, hope, across I hope someone did. Yeah, my wife's like, tell class. him his students failed. Like, <laughs> I can't, but I, I find it, I'm not mad. I actually find it fucking hilarious. It is, it is that, kind like, of amusing. The first it day I get amazing. it back, just. Boom. It just sucked. I was stuck in Oceanside for like three hours waiting for my wife to come get me. And then the car was there for a few more days because right. it was a weekend. Um, but whatever. I mean, that's that's like my Miata. I drove it up to Big Sur and then yeah. it ended up like dying in Salinas. <laughs> and I had to rent a Toyota Yaris with worse. crank windows, drive it five hours to the LAX. Nice. And then like three weeks later, I rented like a I, – I had a press car, which was a Silverado 2500 HD. And then I rented a U-Haul trailer nice. and went all the way back up and picked it up in like a day. It was right. So awesome. what's the status on the motor situation with that? Oh, I'm pulling it tomorrow actually. Oh, you are? And then we're going to take it down to TriPoint Engineering and I'm just going to throw a bunch of money at it until it gets fixed. There you go. <laughs> are you going to have yeah. them uh, upgraded a bit while it's there or what? I, I, I hope so. I think that would be a great excuse. Yeah, just put in like forged rods or something in there. Yeah. No, whatever. seriously. Do a forged rotating assembly and get it ready for the supercharger kit. I really do want to do that. I, I'm going to do that. Now's oh, the I'm time gonna, I'm going to do, do it. Right. I also bought a 12-pound flywheel and a new clutch, and I have like a new header going in there and everything. See, so. I'm also – and like I was shopping on ProCivic.com the other day. I'm like, <laughs> ooh, cams. Ooh, cam gears. Ooh. Like the, I was like, fuck. The, don't – you can't do this. You can't do this. Yeah, but yeah. at least Honda and, and Mazda motors are cheap to do. Yeah, but yeah, I just really. – I mean I – the car was free. I was fixing it for cheap. I just want the other project car to get done. Which and is so, what is that? It's an 84 Mercedes um, wagon. Hey, uh, on that note, there's a guy in Glendale, Mercedes Motoring. Oh, those You've guys. You've got to cool. know him. Oh, yeah. So I, 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 was, uh, I had lunch with him Jeff, one day. J.G. Francis. JG, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Their lunch cars with him are one insane. Day. He, this guy is – like I thought – I'm a meticulous individual. Oh, no. This guy is – just they don't overlook anything. There, there's a reason their cars are their cars are extremely. I love expensive. them. I love them. Their cars are also. What very do they do? Awesome. Resto mods, restorations. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so, ultra ultra clean. It's like they're yeah. Kind of like Singer for Porsche. Like you bought it brand new. They're, they're not the, not that insane. Okay. Um, not Singer. No, no. But they're not re-engineering things. No. They're, they're yeah. They're just making them. Really oh, it's just clean. restorations. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I, uh, I love that. But uh, it's their cars. Gorgeous. Always um, diesel. They do a lot of diesel wagons, yeah. and well, so it's kind of like those oh, guys man. that do the the, uh, the grand wagoneers for like thirty five grand, and they just take a car that you don't really think would be worth a restoration right. and they just build it up to be brand new. But this guy's even more meticulous than that. In that, you know, I, every now and then I'll come across some weird Mercedes on like Bring a Trailer or uh, Daily Turismo or something. I'll send it to him. He's like, nope, it's just no. Yeah, they're very specific. <laughs> he wants to know the history. Like yeah. he honestly prefers, I believe, like. Like driving around LA, finding well, him and his buddy hills. went to Alaska and drove that car yeah. back, which was pretty bitchy. Wow. Um, but no, our, mine is a diesel, but cool. the diesel's ripped out. We're, we're putting a Hemi in it. Nice. Well, of course, <laughs> yeah, as one does, which is why I wanted to talk to you right. about the air suspension because I'm going to need to do <laughs> something. I think. Well, uh, we do lots of work with airlift, sort of as my side hobby. Uh, okay. And I can't recommend their stuff more. We can take the seven out for a ride if yeah, you sure. wanted. Yeah, sure. Because uh, so the car originally had. Um, um, hydraulic suspension mm-hmm. in the back that ran off the, the engine okay. uh, and we had to rip all of that out because it's a different engine and we didn't want to drill into the Hemi and, and power this. It, it'd be a nightmare. Self-leveling suspension. I wish I could have kept it, but no. Um, there's a company that makes a swap to springs which is what, it's already in the car. It's 400 bucks. So, But I would like to have it I mean, if we're going to be adding this much power, I need to find out how I'm going to do brakes, which is going to be difficult. Um, even though the the same period S-Class you could swap those brakes in, and they're like vented discs, which I guess yeah. makes a huge difference for that car. But I, you know, I'm looking at like an AccuAir or or what you said, airlift. To, yes, thank you. To for something, I think an air suspension is probably the right idea yeah. potentially. Yeah, well, AccuAir just does the management for it, which airlift has a solution as well, which is what I'm using in my car. Okay. Um, airlift actually produces most of the struts that you see, even the other companies. Um, out there offering stuff right now. I think, and I could be wrong about this, ARX is one of the few that does mostly their other struts for it. Okay. Um, Airlift produces, they're a huge company. They do performance, they do trucks, they do wow. so lots of the semis you see driving That's around. That's cool. Um, but they'll have, they have crafter packs where you So can, they're kind of like the Bosch of the air, of the air <laughs> suspension world? Very They just build so. everything for everybody? Yes. Nice. Uh, That's smart. But they'll have a crafter kit for your car where um, they sell basically just components ready to be welded in and have something custom fabbed. I had a 1986 um, 5 Series before this, which they don't make a bolt-in kit right. for that. 
and uh, we crafted a kit and super simple. Yeah. It takes a weekend, goes in, and then you have all the, you know, you can drive it as low as you want, park it, completely aired out, yeah. looks great, and no compromise as far as, especially around here, the roads aren't too bad, but all the entrances, you really need that extra height. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So how much travel does your, like, where can you bring it to? Um, from laid out on the pavement to all the way up, uh, the front is a bellow-style strut, so I think I get five and a half inches of lift, which is quite a bit. That's nearly factory. Then the rear will go almost higher than factory. You get probably eight or nine inches. Nice. Wow. So you get like a little style. gasser look. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, tilt it down a little. Yeah. <laughs> that's how my Miata set up. Oh, yeah, seriously. You're right. It's like a gasser. That's what Damn I thought right. of when I thought of your Miata. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, hey, after that new engine comes in, it's going to be a gasser. Now, uh, speaking of cars that we've driven, uh, Blake and I just got back from uh, Whistler for the launch of the new NX, and we cannot say how the car drives. Until the 9th. No, the 6th. 6th. Okay. Uh, but this, the new what now? The Lexus NX. It's their compact crossover. It slots QC below QC the QC. RX, and it's like angles and, and aggressive, and, and, and I, I'll, I, won't, I can't say how it drives, but I can say the RX is a, is a woefully boring car, and it, but it, it makes people happy because it's overly cushy and luxurious. The NX is not the RX, and that's a very good thing. So that's that's all I'll say. Uh, did you guys? So do you guys go on the the Macan lunch too? Or no, I did. You did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Are you allowed to talk about that? Or yeah, is that there's no embargo on that. I, oh, I think, okay. sorry, I think right there's now. been drive reports of that car. Yeah, no, it came out like I think last year. It's supposed to drive like a slightly taller 911. It's it's, awesome. it's wonderful. It's actually yeah. a really good car to drive. We we actually the most important the thing that really impressed me about the Macan is that we took it off roading and you can get up like nine inches of ground clearance with the air suspension and you get like a like pretty good approach and departure angles. And it's one of those cars where it's all electronic. So you get, like, an electronic locking diff, and you got, like, an off-road button. You press that, you just point the car at a hill, and you just press throttle, and just it'll go. <laughs> you can just squeeze on the throttle and just jam on it, and it'll just, like, scramble for traction across the torque vectoring system on all four wheels. And you will go up, like, pretty insane hills. Like, I got – I puckered up at some of those hills. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is with the prevalence of the Cayenne that we see – I mean, they're everywhere here. Oh, the Macan is going to oh, be yeah. but, but everybody thinks that, you know, everybody thinks that the Cayenne is, like, the soccer mom car at this point, the wealthy soccer mom car. That thing's got serious off-road capability. I mean – That thing's got – off-road capability. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. go with serious. <laughs> no, there are there are no, variants of it. Serious. They'll use that in your. They're they're. They built a they built a Trans Siberia version. Yeah, but that's stickers. Yeah, but also they had it was based on an actual Cayenne I know. race car thing. But like, um, if you talk to any Jeep guy and any Land Rover guy, they're gonna be like, "Good luck, see if you can keep up." I mean, it's fast. I think it's all yeah. about the size at that point. But also, too, everybody the buys them with twenty-inch wheels and tires. Mm-hmm. There's the. I mean, if if you could downsize. No, you can get a. Sidewall. You can get the Macan S with the off-road package, and the, well, it's not really an off-road package, but it comes with the air suspension, and then you can get it with like massive sidewall and smaller, like eighteen-inch. Yeah, see, that's cool. Wheels, like, I would love to cool. see a Cayenne with eighteens or even seventeens with some sidewall. I really some, like, don't BF think Goodrich. I really don't think there's going to be much of a need for the Cayenne, like. If you're gonna, uh, from a consumer standpoint anyway, because oh, no. it's I mean, the Macan is idiot like me would not do that, that small, <laughs> not that it's, it's, it's smaller, right? Yeah. But it's not that smaller, and it's um, it's got the PDK. The Cayenne has the Tiptronic because it, you need it for towing. They say it can tow six thousand pounds. The Cayenne, I mean, the Macan can tow a Snickers bar, but um, <laughs> it's it's quick. The steering is really really good. It's really full of resistance and everything. And the uh, the turbo, it's four hundred horsepower in a turbo, and it doesn't feel too insane. And it's quicker than it's obviously quicker than the S, but it's not like that much quicker necessarily because the S is already fast enough. Yeah. So, you know, you know what car? I it get? does need better brakes though. I'll tell you really that interesting. Well, yeah. you know what car I get next week that I'm actually excited to get is the new Escalade. Oh boy, <laughs> that I'm thing's Atlanta, supposed to be so really nice. Know, actually, I, like I kind of want to check that out. I, yeah, I, guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah no, oh, one of my earliest yep. guilty pleasure press cars was a, uh, a hybrid Escalade uh, yeah. that I put 900 miles on in a weekend. And it was like, because it was, I think it was like $101,000. Oh, yeah. Because it was fully loaded hybrid Escalade. And my wife and I and one of our uh, couple friends, we went to like Paso and up Big Sur. Mm-hmm. I actually, driving down Big Sur back towards south, uh, I forced a guy in a three series convertible to move over so I could pass. Our my, my buddy was sitting in the shotgun seat smiling, and the wives were in the back seat like, like about to puke. Um, <laughs> but. 
it was great. And then I get to the flat part by Hearst Castle, and the guy in the BMW goes screaming by me, looking straight ahead, white knuckle on the wheel, while his wife or girlfriend is screaming at him. So he must have been so pissed that that big black moose forced his ass off the road. But Anybody can go fast on a straight line. It's going fast around corners. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In an Escalade hybrid. With a screaming <laughs> girlfriend next to you. But yeah, I'm excited for the, the, the big... I mean, the Escalade I love them, man. is I, I stupid, love them. and I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, like, if I was ever going to suggest a vehicle in that market for someone who wanted one, I'd be like, just get the Yukon. And so it's like an Escalade without the badges. Uh, one of my buddies has one, and the thing's great. You know, same power, nice interior, especially mm-hmm. if you get a Denali. Um, but, and actually, you can option that Denali more than the uh, Caddy, to be, because yeah. my uncle had one, and it was fucking expensive. <laughs> but yeah. I love the big-ass taillights and the huge grill, so I'm really... The new one looks great. Yeah, I did. Sign me up, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm on a bit of a luxury bar, Luxo Barge kick as well because I have a Kia K900. And so last night um, on Twitter, do you know Mike Levine from Ford? Yeah. Yeah, he, he put this shout-out out. He was like, "I it's 11 p.m., and I'm going to drive up to Santa Barbara to go watch the launch of the Delta II rocket from Vandenberg Air Force Base at wow. 3 in the morning. And I was like, fuck it. I got nothing else to do. So I joined him. I, I just drove oh, up. Oh, to not be married. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I drove up. <laughs> okay, yeah, what's, whatever that. Yeah, you guys are chumps. But uh, <laughs> I, I drove up in the Kia K900, and you basically go 150 – you go 154. I thought you were about to say you went 150. That would be amazing. I actually went to space. <laughs> um, you go. I went up 154 um, to Santa through Santa Barbara and then up like this windy, curvy hill and everything. Just and we, I got there like one in the morning and then it was Levine and Ray Wirt and you know, Levine's Levine's kids and um, we kind of just waited and then they scrubbed the launch. Oh, so really? That that sucks. It. it was 3 in the morning. We had to go back. But actually, the K900 <laughs> handled – I know. That sucks. But the K900 handled really well on those roads. You can feel how heavy it is, and the steering is really, really light, but it really works for that car. It's, it's really over boosted. But that car – I mean, it basically it's basically just a badge-engineered uh, Genesis, isn't it? No. Uh, no. 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 It's, it's, it's like Equus level. Of, yeah. Um, I mean, it? it's, got, it's got the rear seat – the heated, cooled rear seats that's, um, that's reclining and everything. You can move the front seat from the back. It's got a million – Lane control and all that well, stuff. Well, also the new Genesis actually drives nice, which is a huge step yeah. forward for yeah. Hyundai because they uh, they worked with Lotus to help design some of the handling, which is because that was one of my only complaints about the last Genesis. Like this is a neat entry into this segment. It definitely is luxurious. It's affordable. It's got a powerful motor and it drives like shit because there was zero steering feel and now it actually has it. It was and the still do big Korean Buick. Yeah. yeah, 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 and now it's not. No, well, that's it, the kick. It's it getting better all the time. So like, my it, question though is, who the hell is going to spend that kind of money on a Kia? I no, no one's going to. Gonna, no one's going to buy. I don't think many people are going to buy the K900 because it starts at fifty nine. I think more people are going to buy the Hyundai Equus because at least that vaguely looks like a generic, expensive car. It's funny too because the K900 is a much better car than the Equus. It's it's smooth. The K900 so incredibly quiet. So it's got I mean, five point oh liter, four hundred twenty horsepower yeah, motor. It, gonna... It'll shove. The only people who are going to buy it are, are like they really just don't have to care about the badge. But honestly, they'll probably get a Prius. I really they, don't think you know. the K900 does much more than like a Cadenza, and a Cadenza is mean, pretty but nice. But it's it's there's no question once you get in it and drive it, it's definitely a luxury car. Oh, it just I, doesn't have that solid Teutonic feel. I don't doubt that it's it's a very nice car. I mean, right. I like the Equus. I mean, I rode around Vegas with Blake in the Equus oh, for yeah. a little bit, and it's, it's nice. you know it's a legitimate. A cool it's a very very comfortable car that if you don't care about like driving dynamics, perfectly fine car. And, and the, the Equus Genesis is even more though, solid than the, the K900. The new Genesis though could be the one that starts to get somebody. But it's such a good car compared to the other. The one. thing I see going on with Hyundai though is that. You know, they and they, this has been talked about for years, but splitting Genesis off into its own brand. That's not going to happen. It, it's an unfortunate thing because the quality of the Genesis cars, and, and you lump in the Equus with that too, I think you can almost start to build but a I business don't think, case But I don't it. think they need to because it's lifting up the rest of the brand. Like, so Absolutely. they make the Genesis, and also the rest of the lineup is good too. So, like, I yeah, can I recommend every kind of single car. When uh, hoping that a, a second gen Equus comes out in their lineup to someone who is shopping, I just yeah. wonder in that price range when you start paying sixty, you know, fifty plus, right? None of us care because we're car guys and we just look at the car on its own merits. We don't ultimately care about the badge, but for the average person, that's also for I wouldn't say the average person, but I'd say some of the people that buy them are buying buying them with this idea of prestige Absolutely. from a brand. I well, don't know how much how many of those buyers are going to sway. 
I think I think it's interesting if you want the features, but you don't want the stigma of driving like a German luxury car and cutting someone off in traffic and someone going, look at that fucking Audi driver. That oh, I don't care Benz what driver. they drive. If they cut me off in traffic, I'm going to road rage. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> but no, but you, you know, you don't get that visceral reaction if a K900 cuts you off and you're like, that fucking Kia driver. And it's well, just you probably say, what the weird. hell was that? Yeah, that too. That's what well, I always do when I see them. I always, especially the... You just cut them Equus. off? No, no, I, I, I'm... I'm always kind of mesmerized. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what it is. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that's a good-looking car. What is that? And well, I'm driving up. I'm trying to f- f- find something. Most well, people in this room buy used anyway, because we know that's where the right. fun stuff is. Like, yeah. if I had fifty thousand to spend on cars, we just buy would be one. It'd be plural. It's, yeah. And Plur- exactly. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. Yeah. Well, I bought shit. I bought one one car like that, and that, my next one will probably be used. So I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's. To, tomorrow, is is. tomorrow though, I will get to drive like a dick because I'm getting an S63 AMG sedan. Oh, that'll be nice. Oh, that'll be sweet. Yeah, yeah that'll be, I'm very cool. jealous. Come of that, up actually. to uh, six of my neighbors have those. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, we'll all race. Best, bro. Be great. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, guys. Uh, tell everybody listening where they can find you. Oh, uh, on the internet and all that fun stuff. So we live, not like literally like where you live. So we live. Uh, well, on look the for interwebs. six Panameras. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just follow the uh, white Panameras <laughs> uh, with temporary tags that have been on them for two years. Right. Um, we are on the World Wide Web, uh, BavSound, B-A-V Sound.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page, which is a social media site. I've heard Book of it. Face. It's cool. It's, really? It's interesting. Um, and then I, I, I'm reasonably what sure. What about the twatter? Uh, I twatted once. Uh, Gross. Yeah, it was odd. Was it in public? It didn't work. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, yeah. Was, well, you got to find, like, a private corner to do that. Yeah. So, so you know. And furthermore, you can find us at uh, over 168 diamond dealers uh, globally. There you go. Nice. Uh, and we are also, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty much on the interwebs everywhere. Excellent. You guys Excellent. don't do stuff from Mini Coopers or Rolls Royces. You know, it's funny. Um, you should do stuff for Rolls Royces. There, there is, um, there's some crossover. <laughs> Audio. Uh, sort of some crossover, but yeah, no. That's Lexicon audio, right? For, for Rolls Royce? No, it's like Bowers and Wilkins. Or no, something. you know what's I funny? Uh, for a long time, it was Harman Kardon, and then in the in the mid aughts, that was this Logic Seven branding that BMW kind of. It's a, right. It was an offshoot of Harman, yeah. um, and that was in Rolls for a bit as well. And then I think kind of like – they were like, we got to do – this is a $400,000 car. Right. Yeah. It's got to be obscene, which is I think kind of where Burmester came in uh, into the whole equation because you know they've got $30,000 milled aluminum record players. Right. Um, I mean, it's insanity. The Burmester stuff. That's insane. Stuff. I mean, a, a Burmester stack. I mean, you could you could spend half a million on an am, on your amps, your preamps. Are these the magnetic levitating type systems? The, the, the record player specifically does do that, yeah. but but everything else, it's all milled aluminum blocks that stack, and it just looks it's it's just art. Wasn't yeah. there? Didn't like Lexus have a Macintosh system? At they one uh, point? Mark Levinson, right? Is what was there? They started off with Nakamichi. Lexus, Nakamichi, exactly. I think Macintosh did make like a car system though, the aftermarket system. Aftermarket, yeah, yeah, I, like I double DIN. They had well, they 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 had some brilliant amplifiers, and you can dig them up sometimes yeah. uh, out of the out of the corners of the web. But just nice. out of curiosity, have you seen any of the new uh, shit audio stuff? There's shit. this brand, yeah. There's this brand that's made here in California, entirely sourced within the U.S. called Shit Audio. It's all home audio stuff. But they're building some of the craziest stuff it's out called there. Shit audio. S C H I I T. Oh, shit. Not like a joke. No, way. no, it is yeah. a joke. Totally oh. with the company. The guys, the guys make all kinds of fucking jokes about it. But uh, is that th- someone's like? Because la- I could see that being a last name. I think yeah, it is one of the people. Like a German name. guy. I would have. I would have gone. Hey, uh, is anybody else? Is there a Jones in the room? They're too, building some right? of the most amazing stuff. I will look for into price. that. I, shit yeah. audio. And that's you know yeah. that's the whole thing is. Ew, what kind of system? I got a shit audio it system. Is sh- this audio system is shit. This is the dog shit model. It's shit approved. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Blake, That's fantastic. Thank you. Blake, um, tell everybody where they can find you on the various social medias and all that fun I shit. I am on the Twitter shit at, at BZRon. Yes. And, and uh, Auto Week magazine where you can buy 900,000 issues for half a penny. <laughs> and um, nice. be sure be sure to buy some WeatherTech floor mats <laughs> made right here in Iowa. That's made, awesome. made in the middle of somewhere America. God, because they just America. support the entire automobile landscape. Are you, are you on the, the Friendster or the ICQ anymore? I am um, on the Orkut. I am on Orkut. Orkut. That's As, cool. I'll yeah. go fire up CompuServe when I get home and check Sweet. that out. Yeah, um, I got a Prodigy disc if you want it. <laughs> fucking a. Uh, Twenty hours left. Sweet. I uh, I am uh, Jay Glucker on Twitter, also at the Hooniverse. Go check out our new, our 
upgraded Facebook channel. Uh, you know, not Facebook channel. I'm confusing all the various fucking social YouTube. medias. Yeah, go to Facebook for Hooniverse. Go to YouTube for oh, videos. Yeah. Do all that shit. Too. Speaking of videos, we have a big one coming out. Well, if you're listening to this, it came out probably either right after or right before this post. <laughs> uh, but a new episode of The Drift Chronicles from Formula Drift, New Jersey, thanks to Sam Nalvin, a.k.a. The Drift Idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be awesome. Actually, I've already watched it. it also, awesome. watch the kick-ass new RS7 video that Jeff did, too. Oh, well, thank you. It was very good. That's I very much... I, 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 I liked it. See, I had to bring the voice back. The Audi yeah. R... Yeah, oh, RS7. Oh, it's a good car. 190... Oh, he can't. Uh, yeah, it's 190 miles. It's a four-door R8 is what the RS7 is. Um, nice. It's pretty fucking awesome. It has night vision, and I did a night vision dance in the video. Um, nice. Also, go to Shout Engine if you want to get your own podcast, shoutengine.com. Get your own damn podcast, as we always say. Or damn straight. As I keep trying to convince Chris we got to do the Shout It Out Loud. Um, to you know, you got to license that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, come be shout, one Shout, shout. Oh, God. Yeah, so you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. Guys, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you guys for having us. Uh, I'm going to listen to some music in the car on the way home. It has a Fender audio system, so I'll just realize how much it sucks compared to what you guys do, even though it's actually not that bad uh, for what it is, for a like Jetta. It. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, there you go. Episode uh, 65. We'll see you guys next week. Great. Thanks,